Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of A, a BJJ, BJJ Marriage. Marriage, where we talk about our lives as a married jujitsu couple. Ellie's probably rolling her eyes right now. She's like, why are we talking about teletubbies? I woke up with Spongebob stuck in my head today. Yeah. There's are a musical. Ready, kids? Central is, I this. Central's doing a musical of Spongebob. Today is the oh. last day. I thought about going. <laughs> Welcome to another episode. Of VJJ Marriage. Oh, yeah. Cheers. What episode is this? We didn't even talk about that. 6-1. Cool. I know, right? 61. <clears throat> episode 61. Probably ready. Uno? Uno. Yeah, Una. Una is Uma. one. Um, Uma. Uma. Yes. We have special guests today. Jadalyn. <laughs> Cheryl. <laughs> Why did you say it like that? I don't know. Uh, I was figuring out who to introduce first. Oh, okay. And I was like, ladies first. And then we also have our black belt professor slash father slash father-in-law, Brenton Fitzgerald. <laughs> Woo! Sorry, Jada, you didn't Round get a woo. <laughs> You're just Jada. <laughs> <laughs> just Jada. Why'd you say her name like that? That's, that's all you got. You're still special. That's it's not okay. her name. Yes. So we all yesterday were at the 12 hour rollathon at Fluid Jiu Jitsu. You can purchase these mugs on <laughs> bjamarriage.com. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you can. Purchase these mugs. <laughs> how how do they work? Do they they're holding your soda fine? You know, I actually just read something that said um, the color of a mug can make it taste sweeter, sour, bitter, or all that stuff. And they said that coffee in a white mug is it the outside or the because inside? Because you're Cause looking the inside is at the white of the mug that your coffee tastes better in a white mug. So you should buy a BJJ science. coffee mug. Science. Designed it with science in mind. Your coffee will taste 30% better. That actually kind of <laughs> makes sense. We have blue mugs and white mugs at work, and I typically go for the white mug yeah. because when it's in the blue one, I mean, it's a smaller mug, the blue is smaller. But when it's in white, I'm like, I like this better. Yeah, it's all subliminal stuff. I, it was a Uber fact. There, uh, Uber facts is a pretty cool thing. I don't know if any of it's true. Cause, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so yesterday we did a twelve-hour rollathon. I want to still of that face that I just made there. By the way, when you get back to the edit, you're gonna you need to zoom in on that and use that as your advertising. All right, <laughs> kind of like Josh Janice's selfie yesterday. Oh my goodness, that's did you see oh, that? Man. I'm gonna share that to the. Was it in the video? It was in his post with like the forty pictures, but Josh oh, is just no, sitting there not. and his like his hand is covering half of the frame. He's just like. Did you see him in the um in the group picture? Mm-mm. No. <laughs> With his wine glass. He's like staring at He told me yesterday. I almost liked Josh Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> he told me yesterday, he was like, Brittany, don't you hate these pants? He's just wearing pants that I've mentioned that I don't like before in the past. And I was yeah. like, yeah, I do hate them. He's like, yeah, I was thinking about that while I was putting them on. And I was like, perfect. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. He's almost gotten funny. <laughs> the guillotine of the sea. But he doesn't remember saying that. No. Okay. Anyway. Well, anyway. no, he does. Anyway, we did a charity <laughs> rollathon yesterday. Hi. <laughs> and yeah. we're back. 
This we is going to be a very ADD conversation. I believe so. So um, the 12-hour charity rollathon, what it was, and we've talked about it in previous episodes, was 12 hours of jiu-jitsu, so one hour of seminar followed by one hour of open mat, flip-flopped six times, which means 12 hours total of jiu-jitsu. And all of us were there the whole day. 12 and hours. We were there for like 14 and a half. Yeah, yeah, we stayed extra and drank some wine. <laughs> and we so. got there early, too. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, we got there. Yeah, we were there, like, between 7 and 7.30 to, like, 10 and 10.30. Yeah. We were there the whole day. Yeah, us with Bon Temple, the five of us were in the Nanea. We're all there the longest. And then a couple others definitely stayed later than they mm-hmm. should have. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but it, it was a fantastic charity event. And, you know, without saying anything else, I would say it was a success. There was great people, great yeah. jiu um, how many people like 60. showed up? Almost 60. Yeah. Around 60? Yeah. 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 I don't There's... think all the black belts were on that list, though, because not all of them, like all donated. of them were, yeah. yeah. Well, the mm-hmm. ones who donated were on the list, but yeah. the black belts were not obligated to pay the entrance fee. So mm-hmm. there's still 12 black belts. So I would say probably closer to 70 okay. would yeah. be there. Um, yeah, plus your friends at the end of the night yep. didn't, mm-hmm. were the people who came in that didn't roll put on the list? No. There was only two of those. I had two come in with uh, when when I was there, but I didn't put them on the list because they didn't have a belt. Okay, I only put there. so there's two wives that came in to come pick up their husband, so I didn't write them down. Right. Two wives that came to pick up yeah. their husband. That sounds like jujitsu. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. No, it was, it was a great event. It was awesome. Um, 12 Wisconsin black belts, I mean, I yes. Don't know, I don't know if that's ever happened before. Um, and it changed a little bit day of because I had anticipated having two black belts teaching simultaneously. Right. And I wanted people to pick. Like, I, I wanted that to be like, hey, I want to go see this person. Hey, I want to go see this person. I want to learn what they're teaching. Um, but all of the black belts decided that they wanted to teach together and give up half of their time. To, uh, to let the other black belt teach, which I think coincided with those black belts going, well, then I can learn from that black belt too. Yeah. You know, I can take a half hour lesson from this guy who I don't get to see, you know, ever or very, or, very yeah, often. Maybe once a year if yeah. you cross paths or and something. And almost never get to learn from him. Right. So so I think it was it was a iron sharpening iron kind of thing for all the black belts to be able mm-hmm. to learn from um, the other black belt. Which is kind of cool. I feel like they kind of worked off of each other too, because I did notice a lot of the black belts when they were instructing, they would be like, "Yeah," and then it kind of goes into the omoplata that Perry taught, or it goes into the kimura that Kaz taught, or mm-hmm. things well, like that. And and I could I agree with you, and they made the correlation, but everything in jujitsu is that way. I mean, yeah. I mean, you can yes. take you can take anything that is taught and go look at this how it goes into this, mm-hmm. and and there could have been Perry could have taught. You know, any sweep from guard, and the next person could have taught the same exact thing and goes, Well, this sweep works from here because mm-hmm. it's all connected in some form or fashion. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, making the connections and, and building off of what the other person is or getting to the position is definitely a, a plus of a black belt making the connection too. I could go this way, mm-hmm. but I'm going to go where the black belt went just before and show you that yeah. we can get to where they went. Yeah, and I think that helps out the lower-ranked people 
they, they start to form more connections, more pathways from jiu-jitsu to jiu-jitsu, and get better overall as a result. Vodka. Yeah. And I, I know my goal... <laughs> it's not. It's not vodka. <laughs> <laughs> my goal, along with a lot of other people that I was talking to yesterday, was saying that you just wanted to get one thing out of every black belt. So uh, yeah. maybe yeah. even even if you don't retain it, because my biggest goal yesterday was to take two to three things that I'll use for the rest of my life. But my goal was to try to remember, like, that one move that each black belt taught that I can maybe think about later on in the future and be like, oh, yeah, I remember when I learned that from this person in those 30 minutes. But I'm not going to remember all five moves that they taught in the half hour. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Yeah, there are so many good techniques. What do we, what, what was went over yesterday? There was Kamora's. <laughs> I have a list on my phone, which is recording us right now. Well, we can go through it. So we had Ben Carpenter teach first. He did the 8 a.m., which was also his first. Uh, I wasn't going to do names. I'm already lost. I was just going to do techniques. Oh, I was just going to go through them really quick. Do you remember? (laughs) Uh, I didn't watch all of them. Yeah. (laughs) We we can't forget their names on camera. (laughs) (laughs) No, we can't. They're not going to watch. Okay, fine. I won't do that. But Ben Carpenter was there all day, too. Yeah, he was. I'm impressed with Ben. Uh, Absolutely, I was, yeah. I was actually his last role. We, we rolled the last role. Tracy mm. was mine. <laughs> Ellie was mine. Exhausted months. Yeah, I couldn't believe how much I worked. Carpenter from Rufus Sport. And uh, what did he show? It was it was actually my favorite session. I can't remember what it is. It was so long ago. <laughs> uh, but I like the way he used his humor. and Lockdown. Yeah. Lockdown, mm-hmm. yeah. He taught yeah. lockdown half guard. His yeah, humor was, nice. was the best, yeah. I think. I think it was the best... Uh, presentation of entertainment and um, mm-hmm. filled with skill. And then he crumpled me up like a dead pretzel. <laughs> a dead pretzel? Yeah, I don't know, like a pretzel that you look at and you'd be like, ugh. That's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy for him, though, because he also said it was his first seminar ever. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's super cool. Yeah. So that was fun to be Yeah, at. I've known Ben for a long time since basically he started, so um, he was one of the first that I reached out to because I knew he was a newer black belt and I mm. wanted to give him that platform of, Hey, I know you teach class. You've been teaching your classes at Brown belt at Rufus for a while. So let's get you in here and uh, get you teaching for an hour. So, which ended up being half an hour. So it's kind of like just teaching class. So. Yeah. But still, that's pretty cool. Yeah. It was cool. Cause he went around the room. He was like, whose first seminar is this? Yeah. And there was a few people with their hands up and he was like, Oh, very cool. This is also my first seminar. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> that was cool. And then we learned some mount uh, retention. Then we learned Kimuras. Then we learned... Omoplatas. Was that at the same <laughs> is time? Is that your favorite one? Perry? Perry's Omoplata. Yeah, because yeah, Kimuras was Kaz, and then Omoplata was Perry. And I remember, because that was the one that my brain was most engaged. because With I the Omoplata? Uh, yeah, just because it was the first seminar that I actually sat in on. Like, the craziness has kind of calmed down. So I paid a lot of attention to Kaz and Perry's seminar with the Kimura and the Omoplata. Yeah. And that's why I remember those ones very, very well. Everything yeah. else kind of went in one ear and out the other, but those two mm-hmm. I got. The Omoplata is just a Kimura with your legs. Yeah. 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 yeah that was a cool alternate finish I learned with, though. Anyways. Yeah. Perry's got some really good stuff. He's very knowledgeable, a great teacher. Mm-hmm. He's always going to seminars, so he's always learning. And he's always bringing that stuff back to his academy and... He teaches at Nutri-Grown once in a while when I'm there on Fridays, so I got to see Perry teach a little bit. Nice. He's kind of a jerk, but... We learned that, didn't we? (laughs) He's very very to the point. Like, like he doesn't 
mince any words. He's just like, yeah, I like that. <laughs> or a purple belt okay, asking a question. Don't care. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> but great instructor. Yeah, great jujitsu. <clears throat> great businessman. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was Ben and Derek, and then we had Kaz and uh, I said no names. Harry. I but I have all the names down because then at she's noon, girl, she's a little bitch. At noon, it was Omar who taught first, and Dan Lapaz after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I found out. I don't know. I don't know if I'm supposed to say it, but Omar was fasting. Yeah. Oh, for Ramadan. For Ramadan, yeah. that makes and sense. And he still came and taught. Like shout out to Omar. Like yeah. dude, I I didn't even Beast. realize and. He came and taught while he was fasting, and uh, I don't think he rolled. He stayed? Yeah, I did see him roll, I think. He did roll? I think yeah. he was rolling a little bit. Yeah. Omar is one of my favorite people in Milwaukee Jiu-Jitsu. He started about a year before I did, and uh, he is uh, one of the very few smaller people who's ever caught me in, well, in a submission. He is tiny. Yeah. yeah. And he's, he's about 140 pounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 145. <clears throat> Very straight, uh, right? He seems extremely crafty. Straight, yeah. Yeah, he uh, he was one of my favorite training partners when I was coming up, and I was smaller back then. I was one seventy ish, but he and I had some really good battles. Um, I eventually uh, gained weight. Yes, no, no, (laughs) no. Just skill wise, I surpassed, and then I had him by forty pounds. So okay, it was it was more of a outweighed match, Uh, but our skill level was always very very close. So. I just had him by weight, so that was the only reason why I beat him. If mm-hmm. I was the same weight, it would I would have never beat that kid. <laughs> yeah, he seemed awesome. What did he teach? He taught like a mountain escape to half guard to. Yeah, he did some to, to like a lasso. He did a lasso inverted mm-hmm. triangle and arm bar. Yeah, that was that was right up your alley. Yeah, I was like, yes. I, I saw some of the white balls go. <laughs> <laughs> but he did it so smoothly. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, it was awesome. And then Dan did his like over under sweep passing type thing. Butterfly guard. Yeah, but he also did a lot of over and under yeah. hooks too. Shoulder crunch. <clears throat> uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was Backbreaker. Yeah. I was watching stuff. from the chair. <laughs> I think yeah. that was only half of the day. Yeah. Technique mm-hmm. wise. We right. just had more and more open mats and they just wouldn't stop. <laughs> they just kept yeah. coming. What else but, did we learn? We learned. And we painful. had Joe Benson and he taught yeah. me the coolest scissor sweep. Yeah, the reverse scissor sweep. <laughs> yeah. Which oh, yeah. I would never see. I did it yesterday. Yep. <laughs> so that was stupid. And then Josh Janis taught his how to do jujitsu forever. Uh, painful, precise, precise painless. painless, precise. Painless, precise? Yeah, painless. Did you say painful? Yeah, painful <laughs> That's my style of jujitsu. Yeah, I looked at you. That's why it came it out of my mouth. It should not be, uh, yeah, it should not be hurting you, but it should be painful. Yes. <laughs> but he taught painless, precise, and playful Jiu-Jitsu, which you can find on jenslarlifestyle.com or BJJ Fanatics in the future. Yeah. <laughs> or, as he likes to say, you can go on BJJ Fanatics and get Guillotine Glossary oh. Volume 1 by Josh Janis. <laughs> oh, yeah. Joe also taught the double butterfly hook on the one side of the leg. Yeah. Which I thought was very interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, Joe told me he was going to teach backstep from half guard, and I was really yeah. excited because he already taught me that, and I was like, yes, I'm going to learn more details, and then he didn't do it, and I was like, dang it. What a liar. <laughs> I think that's what he told me, too. That's what was on my sheet that I made. Yep, that's what he told me. And mm. he did. That's but I, okay. He just taught that a couple months ago, and I really loved it, and I actually use it quite often, and so when he was going to show it again. We have videos of that if you need to review it. Yeah. I can... So I was even telling Ian, I'm like, this is what Joe's going to teach, and I'm loving it, and then he didn't do it, and I looked at Ian, and I go, 
That's not what he thought. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Uh, well, then there was Sam Neverman and Justin. Oh, the X card was very fun. Yeah, little different entries, little mm-hmm. different sweeps. Sam, uh, Sam is one of the very few uh, people in the last ten years to actually legitimately sweep me, mm-hmm. where I was like, I'm going for a ride. <laughs> <laughs> I, am, I am bound up, and I am going to be on my back in about two seconds. Yeah, and he's uh, not a big dude. Mm-mm. He's about 155 or. Mm-hmm. He's small. Yep. Um, but Sam's super cool too. He's also one of my favorite people. Omar and Sam are two of my favorite people uh, in Milwaukee Jiu Jitsu. That's very cool. He's been a training partner for, uh, he was a training partner for a long time while I was at Nutrigong. So mm-hmm. I'm really happy to see him come out. And... He started his own school, right? Uh, Veritas in uh, Kewaskum. I have no idea where that is. That sounds is a very suburb, Wisconsin. Right? <laughs> it's a suburb of West Bend. It's just on, okay. uh, I believe, the north end of, of West Bend. How far okay. is that from Nutriground? From uh, the West Bend Nutriground. Pretty far. Okay. What, it's on the other side of... Probably um, like half an hour or something. So, so as you get <clears> into <throat> West Bend from Milwaukee is where Nutriground is. Mm-hmm. And then you have to go another 10-15 minutes to get to Kewaskum. So... Um, it's not real close. And West West Bend, I mean, there's there's three academies within a half mile of each other in Wauwatosa. Yeah. Wauwatosa is only double the size of West Bend. Of West Bend. So, you know. There's enough people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very cool. So that, it was uh, Sam and then Sam Justin. Justin Lemke. Oh, Justin, Justin, Justin Lemke, headquarters passing. Yep. Justin Lemke. Straight Next. from Rafael. Yep. Lovato. So I rolled with um, Lovato mm-hmm. about a year ago, um, and he did that to me. I remember I was in my guard, and I wasn't I wasn't going at him hard. I just wanted to see where he moved and what he did. Yeah, and he did that headquarters, and he did he knee sliced straight right across it. And I'm usually pretty good at holding guard, and yeah, like I said, I wasn't going super hard, and I let him pass it, watching what he was doing, <clears> and I I saw what. Justin was doing, and I'm like, that's exactly what Lovato did. So, yeah, that's super cool. Yeah, it was very cool. Um, yeah, that's super powerful pressure passing. Yep. Yeah. We, were, we were relaxing at that point by the door, because I was like, <laughs> my brain can't do it. Yeah. And then it was funny, because yeah, I, I was rolling you. with Nick after that last open mat, and I don't even know what I was doing. He was like, do the thing! And I was like, what, you, what, put, thing? Put, what thing? Yeah, I was like, what thing? And he was like, the headquarters pass. I'm like, I didn't watch that. Yeah, I put you <laughs> directly in the headquarters position. Yeah, I had no idea. It yeah. seems that way. <laughs> we can go over that again. I don't stand pass almost ever. Oh, so, it was a standing pass guard? Yeah. Well, crap. Yeah, you have to show me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just basically getting into a sumo squat mm-hmm. and then slicing your knee down to the side. I, oh. I do that position, but I don't do it from standing. I okay. do it from my knees. I do it from one knee, and then oh, I switch yeah. my other knee. Okay. I love squatting when I pass the guard in general, so yeah. this is a perfect uh, transition yeah, for me. I love the flamingo feet, by the way. It's been one of my favorites. What flamingo? Oh, the what I told you? Yeah. I standing pass a lot because of my knees. Oh. I don't like being on my knees in guard, so I stand up quite a bit, especially mm-hmm. right now. And so That's I'm also always... why I stand, because my knees started getting shot. You guys are young. My knees I know. are so good for the most part. I don't know why that happened. <clears throat> Somebody gave her terrible genetics. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> why are your knees shot? Chinese. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, all right, so that was the four o'clock, and then there's another open what? mat, 
And then the last one of the day was you and Jason Lippert. Okay, Jason's triangle, sitting triangle, was super cool. Yeah, that was cool. I pulled that off last night. Did you? Yes. After that? Yeah. I was like, thanks, Jason. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. I did so many move of the days yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) I would shy. Okay, you learn something, and then you do it, and you yell out, move of the day, while you do it. You have to. Yes. Otherwise, it's not. It doesn't doesn't help. And all of my uh, people I was rolling with was rolling their eyes at me like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> this guy even people have one. never rolled with before move of the day what <laughs> the hell is wrong with you stupid <laughs> yeah i was doing that but all of jason's stuff with michael and every time i did something instead of tapping he would just sit there and be like ow <laughs> that was his way of tapping he'd be like ow i don't like that <laughs> mm, yeah but yeah, Jason's is super cool, and then you taught the float. And the float yep. was super cool, but I was telling Pondemple, I'm like, I do this all the time. I was like, I'm not learning anything new, because I do it all the time. Yeah. But it was still, obviously, a super cool concept. Yeah, it was unfortunate that the crowd thinned out a little bit, because it was yeah. mostly fluid people that have seen you teach that, but not specifically that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. and I, uh, I, I'm going to show parts of that on the Swamp series that we're going through, but yeah, that was the concept in its entirety of float the hip mm-hmm. and drop the other. Because the way you normally describe it in class too is to ride the wave. Mm-hmm. So or octopus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I do that all mm-hmm. the time, and then Bon Temple was all excited because he was like, "I did this to all the black belts today," and I was like, mm-hmm. "Okay." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When, when he's you... got a lot of weight to float, hey. Uh-huh. <laughs> but. And then Brett, I don't like it on top. Yeah. Yeah, they're dangerous. I'm still learning. Yeah, I see you on. Every time I see Brett on someone in that reverse scarf or scarf, I'm like, that's my least favorite position in jiu jitsu. I'm so glad Brett doesn't jump on us. He doesn't need to me. Oh, man. You just let you have something, and then you think you actually have it, and then you just. (laughs) And you're like, how'd you. He does not do that to me. No, he does to me. No, he... The other day I had him in a, a loop choke and he was just sitting there and his face was turning purple and it's like, and then he goes, this is a tight choke. <laughs> he smiles every time he rolls with he you. Pushes your arms off. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Like, okay, I'm done with that. So those of you who don't know Brett Rouse, um, he was on the podcast. Episode, like 25, if you go back. Yeah, okay. the five belts. He's a, he's a monster. So he's a, he's a four stripe brown belt. He's um, about 250, 245 pounds. Six foot. He is he is the most solid person I've ever rolled with. <laughs> like he's just like moving a tree. Yeah. Like there's there's no better description. I just moved some logs from my mom's house and they were, you know, fourteen inches or so and just fourteen by fourteen. And they were like sixty, seventy pounds. And I'm like, well, yes. oh, this is really heavy to put up into my car. And Brett is that. But he's 250 pounds. Also has arms. And has arms that want to choke you. Yeah. He's, Agreed. He's a monster. And he can, too. Yeah. That's the scary part. Mm-hmm. And then when he rushes you, you scream like a little girl. <laughs> Only one time. So, But he's so gentle. And, he, and he's he's a super nice guy. And mm-hmm. you never know that he, he would just destroy you. Yeah. Yeah, never by looking know. at him. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of those people you would not want to catch on a bad day. Yeah. <laughs> like me, you look at and go, oh, he's got a Napoleon complex. Like, he's going to kill you. 
And then with Brett, you'd be like, oh, he's such a nice guy. He's so nice. Yeah. <laughs> he's like that? Or, yeah. Pretty much. Okay, so Jada, what was your favorite part of the whole day yesterday? Well, I thought we weren't talking about it. <laughs> That's rude. Yeah. I know, Brittany keeps trying to include me. Because <laughs> I'm a dash just over here. I know she does. I'm a nice sister. Sometimes. Liar. <laughs> when I want to be. But no, what was your favorite part of the whole day? When she's not hungry. <laughs> Fair. I have no idea. Okay. Yeah, you think I'm that. Okay. We'll come back this to you. This is why we don't talk to you, Jada. <laughs> <laughs> so I apparently, apparently... I don't see you thinking. I'm thinking. You're not. You're staring at us. Yeah. So I apparently hallucinated when I was rolling with Ellie. What a red. <laughs> so there was a point I was rolling with Ellie. This is red, bro. <laughs> I did say that to someone. <laughs> I did say that to someone. They're like, why didn't you pass my guard? I was like, I'll see you in red. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was rolling with Ellie and she had like started putting on a wrist lock. And then I was like, no, give me my arm back. And then I did a complete spin and got away from her and then came back to her. And I was like, oh, that was a cool wrist lock. And she was like, Nick. I did not put you in a wrist lock. And I was like, what? And she was like, uh, no, I'm pretty sure I just like touched you. And then you spun away like you were freaking out. And then you came back. <laughs> before you ate? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was before I had my two tacos of the day. Yeah. Yeah, somebody did not want to eat. I did not want to eat. I was I only two and a half pounds away from weight today, by the way. There you go. Right. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah, I, I was, uh, I didn't want to waste time eating instead of rolling. How's your body feeling today? It's feeling like a little sore, but other than that, fine. A little, little, little dehydrated. <laughs> yeah. How are you feeling today, Jada? Um, How's your body sore. doing? Sore? Like really sore or just a little bit? Just a little. Yeah. Kids. Yeah, right? They just bounce back. Their muscles are like elastic. Yeah, you and Ian were doing cartwheels at like 10 last night. Yeah, oh, Ian yeah. said he was sore, but he's doing good too. Bendy friend. Bendy. That was his name. Bendy. Where's my Bendy, Bendy friend? Bendy so yeah. he asked me yesterday, he's like, he's like, what did someone call me today? The Bender? <laughs> no, Bendy McQueen. Bendy, Bendy, Bendy McGee. McGee. Bendy McGee. Bendy McGee. Bendy McGee. That's what? That? Perry. Perry. Yeah, he was for the like, Omaguadas. where's my Bendy McGee? I don't have my phone. We need to remember that. Ian, hopefully I'll watch that. And uh, Bendy McGee. Because I thought it was... I told him, I was like, ben I'm going to call you that from now on. Yeah. <laughs> he liked it. He wanted that to be his, his nickname. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. I, think, I think PPK or PFK. Popular first kiss. PFK. <laughs> <laughs> was not one he liked. I don't think yeah. he liked that one. <laughs> wow, you're a popular first kiss. <laughs> so he was told by a girl that he ended up kissing <laughs> that he was he was a very popular first kiss. So, <laughs> so, so her her rating probably went up in the social crowd. Yeah, yeah. He raised her profile. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but his shoulder did go very far he is in Perry's Omaguada. Well he's like Joe. Him I saw him and Joe going at footlocks with each other and I'm like, what the no, what? No thank you. <laughs> yeah. Crazy, yeah. crazy. Oh Ian does not Yeah. So no. we had a bunch of other stuff going on. At the uh, event, we had bagels in the morning. Um, bagels which, upstairs. Bagels that are upstairs. Yeah, they didn't they didn't sell um, as as much as I thought they would. I thought more people would have breakfast. The coffee went really well. 
I mean, mm-hmm. 30 cups and, and it was gone. It was completely gone. Yeah. Okay. There wasn't even a cup left. So uh, we might have to make a little more for next year because it'll probably be bigger next year. And get sugar. And yeah. get sugar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. And better creamer. Better creamer? Yeah, you should probably get like actual creamer instead of the powdered creamer okay. just to make it easier. Okay. In other words, you have to stir it and it just takes a while. And Okay. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Um, yeah, all these are lessons for, for how we can do it next year. Um, I'm gonna put this on record. I'm gonna actually try to get um, a permit for a band and mm. put a band out there next year, so that we can start music, live music at four or five at night, and make that part of the fundraiser. Um, that would be cool. I have friends who are in the band. Jennifer like, Schaefer. I was gonna say like Matt yeah. Gibbons. Oh, that would be a cool band too. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, we did have a national anthem in the morning. Shout out to Pay the Devil. Uh, yeah, and Jennifer Schaefer um, is a friend of mine. She's in a few different bands that are pretty awesome. Um, so I've got I've got some connections with bands. I just need to make sure that I can get the permit to have a uh, live have music, something like that, or a stage in the parking lot or yeah. something. And then we got to find power and figure out how to get you know their amps and their lights and all that stuff to power to it. Um, yep. Sounds like a job for an event planner. Uh-huh. Uh, I would say then, well, okay, so going off of that a little bit. So I was saying yesterday, just throughout the day, that I think one of the biggest things that we have to change for next year is we need more advanced notice. So I think that we did a good amount of notice. I don't think it was anything crazy. But for like, I think we did it, what, two months in advance, started like okay. advertising and making a big thing. So I think it needs to be advertise about four months in advance to make it as big as you want it to be and to sure. attract people outside of jujitsu to come yeah. because people who are in jujitsu they're like oh yeah i'll just go there instead of my gym on saturday but the people who you wanted to show up for that weren't in the jujitsu community probably didn't make enough time or they had weddings or they had plans or like i know they my would schedule, probably have moved the wedding you're right my schedule's <laughs> booked out for six weeks so i probably sure. would not have given something out giving something up no, to and that's fine and we had almost a half dozen people come in donate and say i can't be here but and that's why i'm going to make mm-hmm. this go fund me uh for this event because i'm sure there were you know 10 20 people that would have liked to have come but they had weddings or they had other things that were going on mm-hmm. uh, but they still want to donate and i'll have that up hopefully this week i'll have it up this week at, at some point yeah and when it's up we'll put it in the in the comments of this yeah. episode so um you know but you're never going to accommodate everybody right and even if you if you started out at four months or two months people are still going to have other things and i mean an event like we had where there were 60 people that came um you know we might get five more if we if we advertise two months in advance Mm -hmm. as opposed to if we have an event of a thousand people then that that makes a big difference because then you have you know 50 to 75 extra people so yeah Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if it needs to be done four months in advance because I don't know how many people are gonna clear their schedule, especially for important events. But we'll uh, we'll play with it and we'll we'll see how yeah. it goes. And we got lots of useful information from this event that yeah, lots will, of data collected. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. That will help us make better decisions for next event. We need a laptop for a check-in. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> what at dad? What happened? He I'm went. funny. Are you? Oh, every time he's drinking, he's, I know, I he's got, modeling the cup. I got three jokes, and two of them are sitting right there. Hey. Dang. 
You just became a dad joke. Cheers. <laughs> I heard Nick yesterday. He was surrounded by all the girls at the wine bar. He was surrounded by like Tracy, Maria, Nancy, Megan, like all these people. And he made the stupidest dad joke. And I heard him from the mat and all the girls laughed. And I looked and I was like, they're encouraging him right now. See, I'm funny. Yeah. yeah. We are both funny. It's you. It's not us. It's you. I disagree. When I was the boss no. of everybody at Stonefire, they Hold all on. laughed at my jokes. They didn't want to get fired. Yeah, they didn't want to die. Actually, that's what happens at Fluid, too. They have to laugh at my jokes. So exactly like, that's what I so tell listen, you. I was up in Baraboo teaching at uh, Philippe Barbosa's, and I said I said a joke, and it looked up, and like a few people were smiling, but nobody laughed. Oh. And I was like, no, you guys can laugh at that. And they're all like, can we? Can we laugh? <laughs> It was just a different culture. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they're supposed to laugh at professors. At the gym. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> yes. So so I'm like, no, I'm 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 good with it. You guys can laugh at me. Your jokes are yeah. funny. It's kinda like your face. It's my delivery. Your face. It's your face. It's always about the delivery. The joke is never about the content. It's, it's about you could timing. You say the same thing and it can be hilarious as me, and I say it in a drab way, or vice versa. It doesn't matter what's said, it's, it's just matter how it's said. It's we'll change delivery. Well, that's no, she's saying your face is a joke. <laughs> you look exactly <laughs> like me! <laughs> you are like the female. See? <laughs> that joke was timing. <laughs> <Out of the, laughs> kind of like your joke yesterday. What did you say? You said make me, and it was not, it had nothing to do with yeah. that. <laughs> yes. The timing was completely off. <laughs> I just learned why I don't like texting. Okay, squirrel. Wow, contact. <laughs> we are so squirrel. Delivery. <laughs> you can't see my face when I'm texting, so it's not funny. Oh, exactly. Because mm-hmm. I'm not funny with my words. I'm funny with your face. Your face. My face. That's on his face because it's our face. <laughs> okay. Oh, I like that. I'm not laughing. Whatever. It was more pretty that. Oh my goodness! So, <laughs> so I, don't, I have no idea what we're talking about. We just were talking about the things we would change for next year. Yeah. So, yeah. but we want a laptop for check-in because that was stressful. Yeah, it was. Okay. Yep. Either an iPad or a laptop, something that for, I can type quicker what? than writing. Typing's quicker than writing for mm-hmm. you. Yeah. My hips are tickling. Sorry. I agree. Do you need to put your feet out here? I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay. Um, I also had suggested that maybe to bring in other people who don't do jujitsu to offer other sort of classes, like mm-hmm. a self-defense class or a Muay Thai class or a Zumba class or just oh other things that can bring other people in. So if I get a second area, mm-hmm. which is in talks, but we'll see if somebody else is interested in the spot next to us also. Uh, yeah. If I had a second area, that would be fine. Mm-hmm. So we don't lose the jujitsu people in the middle of the day. Yeah. Yeah. But... To take out a jiu-jitsu session to add something that isn't fluid yep. is just not, I don't think, something that would be conducive. Yeah, if we have a second spa- spot, for sure. We're, we could throw everything in that way. We could do kids over there. We could do Zumba and yoga and you know fitness and Break dancing. And... <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm in. Parkour. Yes. <laughs> Charles Harriet will get you out to do break dancing. Nice. Oh, yeah. Cool. cool. Yeah, and that's another thing. I'd like to bring in um, 
possibly Master Sour for it mm. and put him right at the middle of the day. So then, you know, kind of include or, or have one price for everything but Master Sour and then have them just Master Sour um, price mm-hmm. and then have a every day, all day long plus Master Sour. So if, mm-hmm. if I can get him coordinated with, with the <clears throat> event, um, but that would be something that would be kind of cool. Or or a big name guy, you know, like a Jeff Glover or, um, yeah, you know, someone who everybody knows. The Wilski brothers. Something. Gordon Ryan. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Craig yeah. Jones. But well, whatever it happens to be, um, I'd like to put that because we now know but the morning was actually pretty solid. Yeah, I was going to uh, say that. I was surprised. I was surprised that there were, what, 27 or so in the morning class? Ish, yeah. Oh, like yeah. right away at 8 a.m.? Yeah, 8 a.m., there were 27 people. Yeah, the match were filled right away. I was not expecting I was expecting 15. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. That's why I was so overwhelmed mm-hmm. at the check-in. Yes. <laughs> and then maybe we can do two, two check-ins. If, well, we'll get that. But, um, <clears throat> so 8 o'clock was actually full, and I thought the day was going to go crazy. That's why I was stressing out so much because... You know, capacity in that building is 100. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we have more than that, it was going to be pretty crowded. But it was funny to see you stressed out, by the way. Yeah, I don't get stressed out too often. Like, <laughs> this was him. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was just concerned that there would be too many people and that we'd have to start turning people away. That was my that was my big concern. Yeah, which it never happened. It was always manageable. It was it was always full, but never crowded. Yeah. Which was cool, except for at the end of the day when people thinned out and they chickened out, but we didn't. What? it on. Yeah, it did thin out pretty uh, a lot. Yeah. By the Which end was the not expected. No, I mean, I did expect some people to be gone, but I didn't expect it to thin out to like basically just fluid people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I expected more people to stay later. I, I was really surprised. No offense, sorry if I'm offending anyone, but I was really surprised that more open guard people did not show up. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I thought more they open guard... They closed the school for it. Yeah. That's what I was actually worried about. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. was worried because open guard closed that we'd have 40 people from open guard. Yeah. Mm. And, and honestly, like, I thought it was a little odd, and not bad, but just odd, that most of the open guard people did come for Dan's seminar. Yeah. And in my opinion, I was like, that's cool and all that you're coming to but support him. But why would him. you come see someone else? But why would you right. pay I that to see like... Dan when you pay a tuition every month to see Dan? Yeah. Like, that didn't make sense yeah, to me. You probably see Dan teach. And it was super cool that they came to support him. Like, obviously, Oconomowoc is not the closest thing. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just thought that it was odd that they all came for that two-hour session. Yeah, mm-hmm. for what they already paid for in Oconomowoc. Yeah. Like, come and see some other stuff. Yeah, I, I thought that was weird too, um, and I don't know why. But and I know some of those people, uh, but maybe that was their instructions. Maybe they were only told. I don't know. Yeah. Dan, fix it for next year. Get them there all day. <laughs> well, if they did that though, it was only fifty bucks. Can I give a shout out though to one open guard person because Joshua Posey, you weren't oh. in our twelve hour photo, yeah. but you should have been because you yeah. were there all day, bro. Yeah. And like he really was. <laughs> you yeah. had left for the very last seminar, but man, you were there for literally like eleven hours, and yeah. we are happy that he, you were there. Yeah, him and I had some awesome roles <laughs> together. Yeah, I had fun he was super fun. Yeah, Josh Posey, and he brought his three kids, and like yeah. it was just it was awesome, and it was super cool to roll with him and be around him and. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to give him a shout out. Yeah, for sure. I I saw him leaving at the last seminar. I'm like, oh, dude, you're not gonna be in the picture. Yeah. yeah. 
He was done. His kids were done. Like, His kids oh, were yeah. done like four yeah. hours before he <laughs> yeah. was done. Yeah, he was like, they're tapping out. They already took off their geese. And he was like, yep. I'm, I'm going to do this last open map. But he's like, I don't think I could do any more after this. Yeah. Yeah, he well, was doing people, great. I think more people will um, know what's coming. Yeah. What it's like. They'll be more prepared next year and be like, okay, I can, I can try to pound that out or you know, if they were there for two hours or four hours, they can be like, ah, you, I could do eight or six or whatever. Yeah. So. Well, I was, I was thinking, like, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I was thinking about it last night. I was like, oh, I spent 12 hours on the mats yesterday. But on Thursdays, I do spend about eight hours on the mats. Really? Yeah. It's just broken up more. It's not, but it's from 6 a.m. to like 10 a.m. And then I do city champs for a couple hours and then I do... The Muay Thai, Jiu Jitsu, and then private lessons afterwards from like five to ten. Also, so I, I was telling Brittany, I was like, I only did like four hours more than a regular Thursday. <laughs> kind of four hours right. is a long time though. Yeah, and it was consistent rolling with no breaks, so that was that was the biggest difference. Yeah. yeah, and that was what I went in knowing and learning is that we've done enough gentle art lifestyle camps that mm, I know yep. my brain can't handle that much Jiu Jitsu at once. So I was actually pretty happy with how I broke up my day yesterday because I would do like an hour on and then like a half hour to an hour off and then an hour on and so on and so forth throughout the entire day. Yeah. So I never got mm-hmm. overly simulated except for at one point, like during the Neverman and Lemke, I was just like, I'm out, I'm done. I don't want to even look at the mat right now. Know, she does that like, at the camp too. Just don't talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, she'll, okay. she'll just go off in the corner. And, yeah. Yeah, I just need that like half hour to just decompress and chill for a minute. Yeah, at the Master Sour camps, I got about six hours Mm -hmm. of learning and then I just shut off. Yeah. I'm just done. I think it's really good that it was structured seminar, open mat, seminar, open mat. So that way it wasn't all seminar and then a little bit of rolling. Yep. Mm -hmm. Because when you take like four classes in a row, like I even remember in college, yeah, I can't remember half the stuff. I was rolling with Ian yesterday, or drilling with Ian in one of the seminars, and it must have been almost at my, like, breaking point where my brain couldn't do it anymore, <laughs> because I would watch it and be like, okay, awesome, yeah, let's do it, and then we'd clap, and then I'd look at Ian and be like, what, what are we doing? <laughs> Tracy did that Wait, too. what's going on? <laughs> that happened a lot to me. Yeah. Like, my, I think my thing is, like, two hours. <laughs> that's how I am. <laughs> two hours, yeah. right? Yeah, because that's how I am at school, too. Like, I can't focus mm-hmm. for longer than two hours. Like, I need a break. Yeah. To tell you teachers, you need an open mat in between class. Want to roll? I'll learn better for you, teach. Yeah. I'll be the teacher. So, do yes. we think of our favorite parts of yesterday yet? Also, I do want to. This is all my favorite part. It was really oh. cool. But I do want to have us all, like, actually say how long do you think you rolled? Like, we had talked about this before we recorded, but, like, Jada, let's start with you. How long, throughout the 12 hours, if you had to put it all together, how long do you think that you were on the mats? Like, on the like, mats? Like, or what like seminar rolling? or rolling in open mats? Either or, or both. You gotta specify. Okay, well, just rolling? I think it was, like, one and a half, maybe? Okay, and that's a lot for you, because you normally don't roll that Yeah, long. I usually just do, like, 30 minutes and then I'm done. Mm-hmm. And then those are rookie numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going last in this line. I'll go last. <laughs> and then, like, total on the mat? Six? Yeah. Maybe? Good. Good for you. Yeah. 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 That's a lot more than what, what I What you normally do. Yeah. So I'm proud of you. Good job. Thank good you. Job for me. Very good. Very good. 
So I <laughs> I skipped the first seminar and the first open mat, but I was there and I was listening and I was watching, but I don't really count that. But then I did yeah. I did the next it's like watching three, YouTube. Yeah. I did the next three seminars and I rolled for about forty five minutes of of each of those open mats. So and then I also did a little bit of the next seminar and a little bit of the next open mat. So in total I was probably on the mats for like seven or eight hours and I did probably over three of them rolling. Which awesome. is kind of crazy because I also don't roll that much. Like normally I roll for like two hours tops in a day. Yeah. So this was also a lot for me. And I was telling Nick this morning, I was like, you know, I don't feel like I rolled a lot yesterday because it was so broken up over the 12 hours. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm also comparing myself to you because you rolled the whole time. <laughs> so, but three hours, three, three and a half hours is still a long time to put your body through stress like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of rolling. Yeah. So Let's have you go next. <laughs> you next. Yeah, I uh, I skipped the first two seminars. I didn't even get dressed. I was just kind of facilitating. Mm-hmm. Um, and Getting ready for the storm. First two open mats, because I knew I had to teach at six. Uh-huh. So I wanted to save a little bit of energy for that. Uh-huh. Um, and then I jumped in, and uh, the seminars were great. I, I very much enjoyed seeing even the same things that I do from different perspectives and different concepts so that was uh that was really cool and then um i did roll for five of the no four of the uh sessions and i rolled for at least 45 minutes for each one of them Mm -hmm. um i I don't think i had restaurants in two of them so um yeah so three and a half four hours yeah crazy That's a lot of rolling. Yeah. And a lot of seminars. Yeah. And it was, uh, it would have been eight hours on the mat of being on the mat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So once I got on, I really, I didn't get off. I went off, I got off to eat during one of the seminars. Um, had some tacos, but. Mm-hmm. All right, Nick, your turn. <laughs> My turn? <laughs> All right, podcast is over. <laughs> 13 hours. (laughs) So it's a little bit easier for me to talk about how much I wasn't on the mat than how much I was on the mat. Because I only, I was out there for every seminar, for the whole seminar, each six seminars. And the only time I wasn't rolling was I went to the bathroom twice and I ate a banana and I ate two tacos once because my wife made me eat. (laughs) (laughs) Other than that, I rolled the entire time. So I probably rolled about five and a half hours, and did six hours of drilling and watching people teach jujitsu. And then there was like two hours of drinking wine on the mats. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we haven't gotten to that yet. Yeah. 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 Nancy <laughs> made it 12 hours. I, I know. know. Nancy, Nancy did all of it. 75 years old. She just started jujitsu nine months ago, 10 months ago. What? What? And she was there for 12 hours. <laughs> she was there at 745. And she was with us till almost 10 p.m. Yes. Yeah. She was there the whole day. Like She was awesome. She wouldn't take any breaks either. You guys really. suck if you're not training jiu-jitsu. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, Nancy just did a 12-hour day. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure she learned so much yesterday. Nancy just did a 12-hour day. Longer. She was also she was there until wine. 10 o'clock. <laughs> she did oh, a 14-hour yeah. day. I think day. that might have been her reward why she did it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Nancy no, was leaving. the facilitator of our next topic that we'll talk about. Yeah, the wine. But Nancy 
I am I am just so impressed with that woman. Mm-hmm. Like she's seventy five and she just started training jujitsu, and she she was in better shape than me. <laughs> like I was crashing hard last night. Like I I gotta go back to the gym now and do some cleanup because I didn't oh, clean yeah. it up last night as much as I should have. And yeah. Uh, yeah, Nancy was there. Yeah. I hope that when I'm seventy five, oh, I can man. spend twelve hours on the mats. I think she's an inspiration to so many people, though, just because of that. (laughs) When I grow up, I want to be Nancy. Susie and I were watching her in Muay Thai one day, and she was was holding her pads, and she was, like, waiting, and the music was on, and she just starts dancing to herself. And Susie and I look at each other, and we're like, I hope I'm that cool when I'm her age. (laughs) I keep telling you, I'm that cool right now, and you always roll your eyes at me. You're not that cool. No, you're not. Nancy's way cooler than you are. What's the difference? What do Nancy and I do differently? (laughs) 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 Yeah, Nancy is a huge inspiration. I think the other black belts really loved that she was there too, especially Mm -hmm. Josh, because his whole topic was saying like how to do jujitsu forever. And then he looks at Nancy and he's like, thank you. (laughs) Thanks for being here. Yeah. Didn't yeah. Perry say something to her too? Yeah, I think like, everyone did. Yeah. And then she rolled with Ben Carpenter, I'm pretty sure. Like, she was a little She rolled viral. with Justin Lemke. Mm-hmm. She choked him, I'm pretty sure. Good. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Because I heard him say, now you can tell people you choked a black belt. She and also like, got Dang. a massage. She gave herself a half hour massage. Oh, yeah. yeah. She said she needed that little bit of a break in between the day. That needs so. a massage. Yeah, right. <laughs> But Gabe was also there for the four hours that he was supposed to be. And, and he, he was full. Yeah, he did not get a break. I had to keep asking him. I kept going over there and I was like, are you good? Do you need water? Do you need a hand massage? Like, are you okay? And he was just like, I can't say I'm sore because otherwise I'll get in my head and I have clients after this too. Uh, yep. So, yeah. but yeah, he was busy Talk the about whole consciousness. time. Yeah, that was that was a great uh, addition to it too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was cool. People took advantage of it, too, so I'm glad that he was yeah. there. Because I was nervous that he wasn't going to have anyone. I was, too, because nobody signed up. Yeah, me, too. I, was I just know, like, but oh. after people rolled, like, people came up to me sweaty, and they're like, there's still spots open for Gabe, right? Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully you've built up some clientele. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. I know that, uh, I think it was Perry immediately who he saw the table, and he walked up there, and he was like, I want to do that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I told Perry, because he wanted to Venmo me, and I'm like, well, this is for charity. If you Venmo me, I got to pay taxes on it, so you got to pay the taxes on it. Yeah. And he's like, that's fine. And I think he paid a double price. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, I just, I checked my Venmo last night for people who were buying stuff. Yeah. Mm. Business-wise, like t-shirts. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, Did anyone buy t-shirts? Yeah, a couple of people bought some mermaid t-shirts. Oh, um, pink shirt. And then cool. a few people donated to me, unfortunately. Mm. So I'm going to have to figure that out. Like, I saw $50 things mm-hmm. um mm. somebody was like i'm just gonna donate 50 dollars is that okay and i was like yeah it's for yeah. charity better than like, okay. not i guess yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. some people uh one of those kids from open guard bought a sticker mm-hmm. for oh. his board that's yeah. cool yep mm-hmm. it's very cool um yeah so I, I gotta put all that monies together all those monies together and uh, nice. figure out how uh how much it was it's it's definitely over five thousand. Um, Yay! Yay. Yay. So clever. Very cool. And uh, (laughs) then the I haven't counted the silent auction and the taco money. So, but I believe the taco money was in that uh, Mm -hmm. in the cash box, right? Some of it. 
some okay. of it. I think some people are also putting it in the Vader helmet. Okay. And I'll, some I'll people, that. like, yeah. Venmo did too. And also, I know one person, I won't name him right now, but he's on the honor system because he said he'll pay us this coming week. Yeah, <laughs> there, there's a few people that, so you know, that. if they don't pay, we, we're we going to go give them yeah. our honor. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not like that. I, You know what? You, you know, it's for charity. So, yeah. you know, if you want to take money from a charity, that's cool. Karma will get you mm. at some point. So. I'll go hunt some people down for charity. Uh, I'm not that way. I don't have to hunt people down. Don't <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. Like take care of That's right. Tracy but, was freaking out yesterday because she really wanted a monster, but she didn't have $3. And I was like, Tracy, just take a monster. Right? Do I it know. later. You're going to be here. Yeah. Like, just, <laughs> I was like, you already donated to the entire event, so you might as well just take a monster. Like, it's not a bitch. She's like, no. Yeah, it's funny because there's three <laughs> yes, types of people. Yes, a lot of people did that. Mm-hmm. Like, Ashley did that. She's like, yeah. I'll pay you back for the dollar. And yeah. I was like, it's a water. Just take it. You need to drink. <laughs> There's three types of people and they're buying drinks for the most mm-hmm. part. But they'll be, they'll come up to me and they'll be like, I don't have any money, but can I take a drink and pay you later? I'm like, yeah, that's fine. You're good to hear. Yep. And then there's other people who are like, hey, I dropped, I dropped a dollar in the, in the thing. And I took a water just so you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. And those people. Yeah. And then you get the people who they take one and they go. <laughs> and they just shake it at That's me. That's Tracy. He's like, Look, money, money, money. <laughs> no, no, no. They'll take the water and they'll shake the water. Oh. At me. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then there's people that'll drop a twenty in and be like, I'm, I'm gonna have I'm some water. Yeah. I'm that's, close. that's how Ellie is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, she makes Joe do that. Yeah. Well, they she drop, makes Joe drop and then, the twenty. And then, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then they just like count down. Yeah, but it's fine. But I had all those people donating to the cause too and like i said there was mm-hmm. what five six people that came in didn't mm-hmm. train but wanted to donate yeah a couple of the black belts too nice. also mm-hmm. donated even though they didn't have to pay the entrance right. fee yeah so, one black belt was like i'm gonna all my that, yeah no it was someone else he was like i'm just gonna Venmo fifty dollars ah uh, that might be one of the ones mm-hmm. justin yeah. it was Justin. yeah yep that was that was one of the ones yeah. i saw yeah. I was like, okay. which is fine i just have to figure out paperwork on that one mm-hmm. um yeah, so then uh, we had we had a bunch of stuff going on. We had the taco bar that was pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. It didn't close. And it didn't close. Yeah, <laughs> I had nachos was, for dinner. It was great. Well, I expect I did expect more people to to come out uh, than did. So we ended up having quite a bit left over of the tacos uh, because we prepared for about a hundred people, and mm-hmm. uh, sixty showed up. So uh, we had we had a decent amount of tacos left uh and then we had the wine wine tasting afterwards which i think was very cool because everybody ended up staying mm-hmm. and, and socializing and we had a a good time afterwards uh, mm-hmm. with that and uh, everybody seemed to like the wines they did polish off those they did involved, i was you know? shocked i was shocked they didn't open them all though i know i saw that yeah, yeah. i did see that so there were six or seven bottles that were just that were never I was stressing though when I saw how many bottles they opened, and I was like, "What did you do? Why would you have done that?" Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah. And, and couple, we had a couple people that didn't do jujitsu that came to yeah. wine taste for charity. Yeah. yeah, that was my coworker and her husband, and it was funny because she was asking me details on it, and I told her I was like, "It's nothing fancy. Like we're not gonna have tables with tablecloths and centerpieces. Oh, it's like we did it's have literally... charcuterie cups that we never use." <laughs> 
<laughs> I was like, it's literally just it's five dollars for six samples, and it all we're just gonna hang out after jujitsu. It's nothing fancy. It's just a way for us to socialize a little bit more. And they still came in, and they had a great time. Rick was having a dandy yeah, yeah, time. Yeah, he was. He's, he's <laughs> he really fun. was. Also, it's imperative next year that there shall be cookies. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Brittany dropped the ball. Brittany. She's did not bring event, cookies. She's our event planner and didn't bring Brittany, biscoitos. Where's the cookies? Oh now biscoitos, aquí. <laughs> and then I, I got in trouble <laughs> because Brittany didn't bring cookies and it was all my fault. I don't even know how I got stuck like... with that. Like, I will totally say I dropped the ball on leaving the charcuterie in my fridge, but I did not not bring cookies, okay? What that kind was of not my job. I have no idea. Tracy just, just cookies. cookies. She yeah. just wanted cookies, and she was mad at me because I didn't bring cookies. Yeah, I was mad so. at you after I heard that she didn't bring cookies. <laughs> Tracy was like, I want cookies. And I was like, okay. Then I rolled with my dad, and I was like, why aren't there cookies here? And then- he's like, I don't know. And then he yelled it out. And he's like, where are the cookies? Ellie heard, and she told everyone. And Ellie's like, I don't want cookies. And, and then that's how you got brought into it. It was snowballed from, hmm, it would be cool if there were cookies here. So Brent saying, Brittany. Brittany, why didn't you think about cookies? <laughs> and then Ellie, and then the rest of the gym saying, I would love a cookie right now. And then the amount of times Ellie told me, she's like, Brittany, where's my cookies? I'm like, you know what? I would fight you, but I can't. She was waiting for you to flip her off. <laughs> it was like poking the bear. That was, that was all it was. Yeah. I know. They're just pressing the button. I can't beat her, so I couldn't have done anything about it. <laughs> it was a fun day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very memorable. Everybody who was involved is going to remember a lot of things about that day. Oh, yeah. And what did we talk about after Nancy and before cookies? What were we talking about for like five minutes? Uh, I don't know. Nancy before cookies. <laughs> wine tasting? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Kind of like the wine tasting stuff. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, I like that you do that on the fly because I would. I wondered how she gets those lists. Yeah. Uh, we used how to. I remember that. Yeah, we, we used, used to, to go through the yeah. podcast. We didn't listen, but we like in our mind to put it together. Yeah, well, that's what I thought you guys did. And yeah. I'm like, man, you guys are pretty good about that. Because I we do try. watch it. I won't watch this one because I'm in a conversation, <laughs> but I do watch them. So. Oh, thank you. Yeah, for the first like probably <laughs> 25 episodes, we would go through in our brains and like be like, what do we talk about? And then after that. Well, after we got the microphone, because her phone used to be the microphone. Right. Yeah. So then we were just like, it's way better to write it down while we're talking about it. And it's funny because when it's just him and I and we don't have guests and like he's in the middle of talking, I'm like, please keep talking so I can keep writing because I can't write and talk at the same time. And then I'm like, uh, yeah. there's a light and a clock. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But overall, I would say it was a very successful day. Jada, what was your favorite part? Everything. Everything. That's, that's, that's a non-answer. Well, I don't like, know. This it was is my all favorite good. part of the day. It right was now. all good, yes. I should like that I got cold when I was waiting at that door. Oh. So that was your least favorite part of the day. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> what was your least favorite part of your day and your favorite part of your day? Uh my least favorite part of the day was probably that I had to go let the dogs out twice. I do yeah. kinda wish I would have gotten the Thank you dogs so much today. for um doing that for me. Yeah. No I problem. appreciate you. But like I thought That's about why getting I, married a, you. I thought about getting a dog sitter and I was like, you know what? No, like getting out of the house or getting out of the gym for those two times will actually probably be good for me. But it ended up actually causing more stress of trying to debate when to go mm. and like when to stop my roles or when to stop my learning. And so I didn't like that. So next year I'll make sure to get a dog sitter. We'll call the neighbor next time. Yeah, I should. I definitely will. We still need to get treats from the neighbor. Yes. 
our neighbor started a dog business. If you guys want homemade treats, I can give you her contact info. Oh, I thought you were talking to them. I was like, no. for no, what like, dogs? I I for, a dog. <laughs> for Anea? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Oh, we love you, Nia. We love Nia. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know if I can pinpoint what my favorite part of the day was. But if I had to, like, do an overall concept, it would be because I paid the most attention in Kaz and Perry's, I would say that that seminar was my favorite. Just because, like I said, I was the most simulated at that point. My brain was in action and ready to go. And I I retained a lot from there. So I was happy about it. What? He touched my butt. It happens. <laughs> it only happens in jujitsu. You can't sit next to me and touch my. We're butt. in our geese. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Uh, for me, my least favorite part of the day was when I had to stop rolling to eat tacos. <laughs> <laughs> but my was it a good taco though? They were okay. Apparently, one of the tacos that I ate was cold. I don't know why the meats in the oh, yeah, crockpot. Oh some of the meat was cold. It wasn't and I was like, on. it was plugged in, but it wasn't turned on. Yeah. That's why, okay, so my first taco I had was cold, and I was like, I got off the mat to eat a cold taco. (laughs) (laughs) But the other taco was not cold, and I did enjoy it. But I enjoyed the taco flavor, regardless if it was hot or cold. Anyways, talking too much about tacos. My favorite part of the day was um, definitely rolling with so many new people, and I got to roll with some black belts that I never rolled. My favorite part of the day, probably, like, specifically, was when nobody was rolling with me, and Brent was sitting with like three black belts, <laughs> and uh, they were all sitting on the wall. And then I just like kind of waddled up to them and like put myself directly in their field of vision and like looked them in the eyes and like physically asked them if they wanted to roll without disrespecting them and asking them if they wanted to roll. This is like <laughs> lurking. He was lurking for a black belt. He was super. He was looking at all four of us like, can roll with me. But, Anybody maybe want to do some jiu jitsu? Like, right <laughs> I know. I just I just sat there and I was waiting for anyone to talk to me. And then, oh, uh, my favorite part of the day actually was rolling with with patches magic beads. Oh, patches so magic beads. Patches magic beads. I love that name. What is this? He his name was Patch. His name to patches magic beans. Who is this? It's Patch. He's a guy at Nutrigon. I actually just met him on Friday. Yes, or two days yeah. ago. Oh. I just rolled with him for the first time. Come on Saturday. At Nutriground. I made the announcement. He probably came because I made the announcement. And uh, he said his name was Patch. And I'm like, that's cool. And I didn't I didn't know his name was Patch's Magic Beans. <laughs> I checked him in. Because yeah. he was one of the few people that I checked in. And I'm like, Patch's Magic Beans? <laughs> like, for real? That's your name? And he's like, yeah, that's... I, that's my name. No way. And I'm like, did you change your name to that, or did you were you given that name? He's like, no, I changed my name. I'm like, that is the coolest freaking name I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Didn't no. it used to be like Patches, like something? Stardust, Stardust, Patches, mm-hmm. Stardust, something Stardust. I wow, it was Patches, but something. but he, he also forgot his belt. He's <laughs> he's a three star point belt. Okay, so, at Neutrogon when I rolled with him, and he was fun roll, super cool guy. He's a fun roll. Um, yeah, he was fun. Yeah, and I love. I love that his name is Patches Magazine. That's crazy. Yeah. I think that's my, you if you're watching That is my this. favorite name I think I've ever heard in my life. We gotta change our names. 
did that once. My first name would be Sirius. No. What? My last name would be Lee. Okay. Anyone so, who's Lee? Seriously. Seriously? Seriously. Why not Broccoli? <laughs> that's just not as fun. be their son. Yeah, that's for our son. <laughs> <laughs> With right. two C's. Dad. Brock. Dad. Brittany's <laughs> <laughs> <Ready is> done. <laughs> <laughs> what was your favorite and least favorite part of the day? Two K's, Brock, <laughs> Lee. His middle name is Cole. Brock, Cole, Lee. We have Italian food to eat. Let's go. <laughs> I All right. To... So what's it? <laughs> so where are we at? Your favorite and least favorite part of the day? Okay. Your least favorite um, part of the day was when we walked in the door and you were like, "That was." I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty stressed out. Yeah. Yeah, I you were also cranky. You were cranky too. Well, it's, it was also out. seven o'clock in the morning. I wasn't cranky. I just needed to stop talking to people. It's been a very yeah. long week of me talking to people, and I really was done talking. It's Brent's turn. <laughs> Can I talk? Now? No. <laughs> oh, um. Yeah, it was actually very stressful. I I did think it was going to be uh, too big for our space, so I was I was just concerned about that. But that was unfounded. And, uh, you know, most of the time our stress is unfounded. Most of the time the things that we worry about are really not as big as we make them in our head. And that was definitely the case with this. Um, because, mm-hmm. like I said, it was comfortable the whole day. It was nice and full, uh, which is perfect. <laughs> it was it was never overcrowded. Do you know what a tie your belt, bro? I do, but how do you get untied? Her belt belt was just like pulling off. (laughs) What are you doing? How did that happen? (laughs) Give me one of those stripes. Uh, Sorry. Um, But you're right, yeah. So then, um, yeah, I was super stressed out in the morning because I thought 100 people were going to be there at one time. And uh, I didn't didn't know where I was going to put them. So, but that didn't end up happening. I think we had... 46 or something, 45 at one time, I think was the, the most we ever had. Cool. Um, and then... Uh, and that was the middle of the day. Yeah, that was that was for the noon uh, session. Mm-hmm. And then um, my favorite part of the day was really, there is no one. It was just such an awesome day. I mean, each one of the seminars had their own takes from it. Um, For me, you know, I'm the teacher all the time, so I don't get to learn very often. To get to learn from 12 different aspects and 12 different... 11. 11. 11. You're right. (laughs) You're right. You're right. (laughs) But to to get to see their takes on positions was super awesome for me. Uh, I got to roll quite a bit with a lot of people. Um, Yeah, I just had, had a great day. It was awesome. Uh, I'm glad that I was able to put this together and that I have the means to do it, the facility to accommodate, and uh, you know the attitude and the mindset to put something like this together. And and then all the people who helped me out. Brittany is definitely a major part of putting this on for me. Um, yep, she did a great job, even without means- cookies. <laughs> or, or the charcuterie. We won't talk about that. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was just, it was a great day. I mean, 
definitely one of the more memorable days of my jiu-jitsu. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, any last-minute thoughts about the Rollathon? Thank you to everyone who came out and was a part yes. of it. We yeah. appreciate you. Thank anyone you. who donated, if you're appreciated. Like I said, um, if you're listening to this and you'd like to donate more, there will be a link in the description or send us a message and we will facilitate a donation. I don't think we ever announced in this episode what we're donating for. Yeah, oh, yeah. that was the other thing I wanted to talk about. Yes. So we should have started, like, started out with that. Yeah. Okay. Donated to our taco fund. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we raised $5,000 for tacos. That's right. it. <laughs> No, much something much better. Yeah, I'll hand it off. All right. So, um, in January, I went to a concert of my friend who actually sang the national anthem, Jennifer Schaefer, and she rented out the Pabst Theater with her Adele cover band. Oh. And um, while she was out on stage, she brought out this little boy who um had cancer, and he was obviously going through chemo, had new hair, and came out with a ukulele. Mm, I remember you telling me this story. And jammed out on the ukulele and got to sing a song on the Paps Theater stage. And he got to sing his own. And he got to, well, he sang a song, uh-huh. and then he sang an original song that he wrote and played. That's very cool. Yeah. So, um, you know, he got, he got to do that, and that was kind of a dream for him. Um, and the, the foundation or this, this foundation, which we're donating to called this time tomorrow, um, was there and they, uh, sponsored this kid and by sponsoring him, essentially they gave him money to help pay for his, um, his medical bills. So what they do, what this time tomorrow does is they collect money as a as a charitable organization, and they find people who are going through cancer treatments, and they show up at the doorstep unannounced, without any prior warning or whatever, and hand them a three thousand dollar check, and that is to help them pay for their medical expenses, and they do an average of eighty checks a year, wow, throughout the state of Wisconsin. And it's a company-based, uh, a organization-based in Pewaukee. And um, they have a song that has generated, what did you say, $3 million? Yeah. $3 million in the last 20 years to, mm. to fund this and, and do this. Um, but they wrote a song. Was it called This Time Tomorrow, the song? Yeah. Yeah. That's... And various bands have actually covered this song. Mm. Uh, one of my favorite bands, Chicago, actually did a recording of this song for this organization. Um, but then other bands, he named off a, a, a few that we knew. Uh, I think the Foo Fighters did one and a couple other did this this time tomorrow song That's and awesome. raised money for this organization. So I'm doing a little bit uh, in my circle and what I've got. And uh, that's what this is. So, so my goal is $6,000 so we can do two checks for this. Uh, organization and we'll get that to them and then uh, anything above that six thousand dollars that comes in will go towards um, a charity that I've been working for for a long time called the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. Mm-hmm. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation is a very crappy uh, foundation. You see, <laughs> see how that goes? 
I don't swear, otherwise it'd be even funnier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation, if you don't know what Crohn's is, it's a, a bowel disease that uh, inflicts one in a hundred people. And it is, uh, it's really uncomfortable and very, can be very serious and sometimes deadly disease. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it's not managed well, yeah. their whole health and body is not yeah. going to function properly. It basically just eats your bowels and then they leak into your system and you die. So it's, it's not a good disease um, to have. Uh, it's very tough to manage. You have to very, be very strict with your diet. And this uh, organization is uh, trying to find a cure for it. So, and then colitis is the lesser version of Crohn's, um, which is basically irritable bowel syndrome on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Crohn's and Colitis Foundation is doing research trying to find a cure for uh, the four million Americans that have it. Yeah. So, great causes that all of this event has raised awareness and uh, funds for. Mm-hmm. And we all got some good jujitsu out of it. Yeah, do what do what we love and raise a little bit of money for the people who uh, who need a little bit of help. Need, yes, need a little bit of money. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. yeah. So yeah, I'll put a link to those foundations in the description as well, so you guys can check them out if you're interested in checking them out or donating or whatever. But uh, yeah. yeah. Thanks for listening. Oh, that's it. Yep, that's it. Did you, should we end with our worst smile ever? <laughs> okay, give the camera your worst smile ever in three, two, one. <laughs> okay. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Right, bye-bye. Still shot that one. <laughs>